International Sports and Entertainment News right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Midday News. Coming up this afternoon, engage IPPs to avoid power crisis, energy consultant to government. Government poised to help private sector grow, says President Ekufuado. Three Agenda 111 contracts terminated, says Dr. Nsia Asari. And in other stories, partner parliament to fight press freedom violations. Speaker urges media. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awentemi Akansukum. Now the details. Energy consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana has suggested to policymakers to engage independent power producers to find a lasting solution to the imminent power crisis. His call follows a directive by the Chamber of Independent Power Producers to its members to cut supply to the national grid from July 1. Members of the Chamber include Sonon Asogli, Senpower, Car Powership, AXA, Twin City Energy and Senate. During an interview with the media, Victor Suleimana expressed fear that the action of the IPPs would adversely affect businesses if they embark on their trend. He emphasized that dealing with the IPPs is not negotiable and further suggested to the government to meet them halfway. He said the picture being painted by government is different from that of the IPPs, describing the situation as worrying. Now, President Nanedi Dankwe Kofuado has reiterated his government's resolve to do everything it can to grow the country's private sector, which will contribute to the growth of the economy. He said this because the country's current economic challenges require investment from the private sector. Speaking at a meeting with the group board chair of Standard Chartered Bank, Jules Vinals at the Jubilee House, President Ekofuado said Ghana would always welcome private investment. As such, President Ekofuado said the services of banks like Standard Chartered Bank, which aid the private sector to grow, are what the country needs. This is why the country is excited to have the bank on board. So a bank like you that has had a lot of experience around the world in providing the products that enable private sector operators to work is a bank whose contribution and association we value very much. We are happy to have you here on board, he added. Now, the Presidential Advisor on Health, Dr. Anthony Nsia Asari, has announced the termination of contracts for three contractors involved in the construction of health facilities under the government's Agenda 111 project. He made this known during a press briefing held in the Ashanti region on Thursday, June 29. Dr. Nsia Asari emphasized the government's commitment to delivering high-quality healthcare facilities, which necessitated a decisive action against contractors who failed to meet the required standards and fulfill their contractual obligations. While specific details regarding the terminated contract and the contractors involved were not disclosed, he highlighted that this step was taken to ensure the successful implementation 
of the Agenda 111 project. According to him, the termination serves as a demonstration of the government's dedication to upholding rigorous standards and holding contractors accountable for their performances. Providing an update on the progress of the project, Dr. Nsia Asari revealed that out of the planned 111 projects, 88 are currently underway and making significant progress. He mentioned that several facilities, including a district hospital and polyclinic in the western region, are close to completion. Additionally, the expansion and equipping of selected facilities are expected to be completed by the end of this year. The hospitals being constructed under the Agenda 111 project will offer a wide range of facilities including modern surgical theaters for maternity, obstetrics and gynecology, male and female wards, pediatric wards, isolation wards and many more. The hospital premises would also provide accommodation for doctors, nurses, and other healthcare personnel. Dr. Nsia Asari reaffirmed the government's unwavering commitment to the construction of these hospitals, considering Agenda 111 as the most significant investment in healthcare infrastructure since the country's independence. The government remains steadfast in its determination to provide these essential healthcare facilities now in other stories the speaker of parliament alban sumana kingsford bagbin has urged media practitioners to join hands with the legislature to fight against the violation of press freedom and freedom of expression by the political class such stance he said had become critical at a time when the publication of the annual press freedom index report always shows a worrying decline in press freedom index in the country during a meeting with the management and the editorial team of graphic communications in accra yesterday mr bagwin said the decline in press freedom is so sharp and we do not need the annual press freedom index to tell us that we are not doing well since we experience violations on a daily basis the speaker's visit was to discuss how parliament gcgl and the media in general could partner to enhance press freedom and work together to promote activities earmarked for the 30th anniversary celebration of parliament at the meeting where the managing director of the graphic group company limited atuf afo the editor general Theophilus Yate and Director Finance Samuel Essel, the news editor Samuel Doe, and the ninth editor Samuel Bayo, and uh, editor of Graphic Digital Enoch Dafa were in attendance. The speaker was accompanied by the chief of staff to the speaker, Kofi Ato, communications expert to the speaker, Gayhat Mensa, and other staff. Now, moving to some business. Following the temporary suspension of Forex license by the Bank of Ghana due to the violation of the Ghana Interbank Forex Market Conduct Rules, First National and Fidelity Banks have announced the establishment of special arrangements with partner banks. The Forex licenses of Fidelity Bank Limited and First National Bank Limited were suspended temporarily by the Bank of Ghana following their breach of some sections of the Interbank Forex Market Conduct Rules. Bank of Ghana also fined the two banks a combined 1,000 
penalty points each. They introduced arrangements would enable the banks to initiate and complete foreign exchange deals for their client, ensuring continuity and convenience throughout this period of suspension. In separate statements, the banks reassured their customers of their proactive efforts to swiftly resolve the matter and restore normal operations. They also expressed their commitment to working amicably with the Bank of Ghana to have their forex license reinstated. Now moving to sport, after Ghana's embarrassing defeat to Morocco Tuesday night in the Under-23 Africa Cup of Nations, head coach Ibrahim Tanko says he will tweak his starting 11 ahead of the clash against Guinea on Friday, June 30. The Black Meteors of Ghana must win against Guinea at the um, stadium in Tangier to keep holes alive for a place in the 2024 Olympic Games to be hosted in Paris. Ghana does not have injury concerns at this stage of the competition. Coach Tanko's side has had two days of rest, which should be enough to keep them fresh and ready to attack Guinea for a place in the next round. Now moving to some showbiz, an Accra High Court has adopted an out-of-court settlement terms filed by Charles Niyama Mensah, one of Ghana's dancehall artists, in a defamation case brought against him by former manager Lawrence Esiama, aka Bulgond. Lawyers for the parties on Tuesday, June 27, filed terms of the settlement at the High Court. Charles Niyama Mensah, aka Shatawale, through his counsel at the last sitting, prayed the court for two weeks' adjournment so they could file their terms of settlement. The trial judge, Justice Joseph Ejapong Edu Owusu, obliged him. On Tuesday's sitting, Dr. Justice Sramsia, counsel for Bulgard, informed the court about the filing of the settlement, adding that he was elated that the parties finally reached a settlement. Bulgard's lawyer therefore prayed to the court to adopt the terms of settlement. The trial judge, however, informed the parties that he had not received the terms of settlement yet. The court was therefore showed a copy of the terms of settlement filed and sought from a representative of Shatawale if the signature in the document was that of Shatawale. Soon after the Shatawale representative identified his signature, the court adopted same. The court then ruled that the terms of settlement filed on June 27, 2023 is hereby adopted and entered as consent judgment. Shatawale on June 22, 2022 is said to have made a publication on his Facebook account and implicated Bogor in the murder of one Fennec Autry, a 31-year-old artist manager. Fennec Autry, manager of Kaukese, a musician, was gruesomely murdered in March 2014 by some unknown assailant. Bogart was picked up by the police and charged because he had allegedly threatened him during a show. The court, after a couple of years, discharged Bogart over lack of evidence against him. Bogart, through his lawyer, therefore filed a defamation case at the High Court against Shatawale. In his suit, he contended that Shatawale had published was malicious and prayed the court for perpetual injunction restraining the dance hall king, Shatawale. He also prayed the court for retraction and apology from Shatawale. 
during the various settings the parties opted for an out-of-court settlement and the court obliged them and that's it with the midday news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and join us for the evening news bulletin the news was read by awintemi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time have a good afternoon get it big get it here listen to all your life mixes live radio programs and live entertaining and news package programs right here from gtr ghana talks radio